0: Ah! <sighs> I'm done. I can't take this anymore. I swear to God, whoever you are, wherever you are, I will find you. Whoa, 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 buddy, calm down. It will be fine. You must be wondering why I'm so angry. Well, let's start from the beginning. This incident occurred not too long ago and it all began one day while I was attending my college lectures on Zoom. Everything was normal as it should be until one participant unmuted themselves and started blasting inappropriate music in the middle of the lecture. In the beginning, it was mildly annoying, but the participant still did not stop the music and continued playing it, ignoring the teacher's warnings to stop it. Eventually, the teacher took matters into her own hands and kicked out the participant. I texted my best friend Melissa that night, discussing the strange event. A few days passed and I forgot about this incident until suddenly when I was in class and someone unmuted themselves again and started blasting inappropriate music, I thought to myself, no, not again. Who is this person and what do they want? I quickly opened the participants list on zoom and scrolled to find the name of this person to screenshot it for reference. We had a strict username format to be followed during our zoom lectures, which consisted of first mentioning our roll number followed by our name. When I saw this participant's name, he had followed the same format, but I never heard his name in our class before. That night, I texted Melissa about it and after some discussion, we found out that that student didn't exist in our class. I asked Melissa for the roll call list, which contained every single student's name and roll number. But unfortunately, she didn't have it, but asked her friends for me. I wake up the next day and browse through the list Melissa sent me. I searched the troublemaker's name in the list, but I didn't find it. So I searched his roll number instead, which made me realize that he took the roll number of an existing student and used a fake name to disguise himself. After causing ruckus two times during our lectures, this prankster got all the students talking about him in our college group. I was intrigued by his behavior to say the least. Intrigued to a point where I intentionally scrolled through the participants list to find him during my lectures. Thankfully, he didn't join that day. I checked the list the next day, but he didn't join that day as well. I thought, he's doing this waiting thing on purpose so that he can strike with the element of surprise, catching all of us off guard. I said, you won't fool me this time, prankster. I will be ready and waiting for you. After one week of waiting, I never heard from this prankster. I thought, is he gone for good? I can't believe it. Finally, I can attend my lectures in peace without having to... Guess who decided to interrupt me as I was completing my train of thought. That's right, the annoying prankster made an appearance. This time he cussed and used abusive language towards our teacher and college. Ah! I'm done. I can't take this anymore. I swear to God, whoever you are, wherever you are, I will find you. I quickly scrolled through the participants list to find his name, but didn't find it. However, I found two duplicate participant names and profile pictures. He knew his previous username wouldn't let him enter the meeting again. So he decided to impersonate an existing student, which made me notice his approach was getting smarter by the minute. Eventually the teacher found the impersonator because his mic was on and kicked him out. Later, I asked Melissa, do you want to join me in solving the mystery behind the anonymous zoom call prankster? She agreed and asked me to lay down all the facts I knew about the prankster. I said, well, we know that he's a boy. That's for sure. Um, we don't know his name, but uh, we know he's from our college. Melissa asked, how do you know he's from our college? I said, an outsider would only do it so many times before he loses incentive to do so. Whereas our troublemaker doesn't stop, which shows it's someone on the inside doing this. She said, okay, what else do we know? I said, the prankster seems to be targeting some lectures more than the others. She said, he targets our accounts lectures more than the others but our accounts teacher is the most lenient so I don't understand why this specific lecture. I said, why would you pick on someone who didn't do you wrong? She said, well, what if the reason he targets her is because she's lenient? I said, he chose our accounts lecture because if he were to pull off such a thing during other lectures. The teachers would kick him out instantly. She said, it makes sense because our accounts teacher gives several warnings before kicking him out. It was then up to me to figure out who it could be. I thought a person could be joining in with two devices, with one attending the lecture and with the other pulling the pranks. This one seemed most likely because if he were to not join the lecture, a lot of suspicion would go on those students who were absent during these events. I've seen how smart this prankster was and knew he wouldn't make such a mistake that would give away his identity so easily. I couldn't sleep that night as I was thinking of possible suspects from my class who would be behind these attacks. The next day during our accounts lecture, I intently scrolled through the participants list to find this prankster. I gave it a thorough look but didn't find any suspicious names. So I took a breath of fresh air and relaxed. 20 minutes into the meeting, someone unmuted their mic and started blasting inappropriate music. I was like, how? This shouldn't be physically possible. I quickly opened the participants list to see who it was, only to find he is impersonating a girl's account. Eventually, he was kicked out again. I stared at the wall wondering how he pulled it off, when all of a sudden, my brain gave me a hypothesis as to how he could have pulled it off. First, he joined the meeting using his regular account. Second, he browsed through the participants' list and noted the absentees. Third, using his fake account, he enrolled in as the absentee who came late, preventing duplicate participants. I shared my findings with Melissa and she said, Whoa, am I speaking to the real Sherlock Holmes? I said, anyone could have come to these conclusions if they thought uh, long and hard enough. I felt like I was one step closer to revealing the identity behind the anonymous troublemaker. I slept peacefully that night unbeknownst to what was in store for me the next day. The next day we got a notice from the principal saying that they were fed up with this behavior and that the person should reveal themselves. Otherwise there would be serious consequences. I thought which prankster in their right mind would reveal themselves for the punishment. During my lectures that day, I realized several people joined the meeting late. So suspecting all people who joined late wasn't feasible. Moreover, Everyone was scared to be absent because it would give the prankster a chance to use their account for impersonation during their absence. Melissa asked me, We have arrived at a dead end, haven't we? This prankster leaves us very little to work with every time he pulls off one of his pranks. I said in dismay, I guess the only thing left to do now is to wait and hope for the best. Everyone was paranoid in college and constantly sent messages in the group which read, Whoever it is, please stop what you are doing. We don't want any more inconvenience. It occurred to me as I read those messages that everyone knew that the imposter was among us. However, the imposter never replied to those pleas and or revealed his identity. My mom noticed something was off and offered to help. I didn't want to bring her into this mess. So I said, I'm fine. It's nothing. She looked right through me and said, If you can't do anything about it, don't worry about it. Right there and then, I discerned that I was worrying about something that was past my control. I thanked my mom for the advice and got back to work. Everyone was anxious, waiting for the attack the next day during the accounts lecture. Thankfully, he never attacked and the entire lecture was completed peacefully. A few days passed and I still didn't hear from him. Eventually, a week, month, several months passed leading up to now as I record this episode and have never heard from him since. I don't know who the anonymous troublemaker was, why he did all this, why he stopped suddenly or what the agenda was behind all this. What I do know is that he was troubled mentally and he dealt with it unethically causing others harm. I feel bad for the teachers who wanted to teach but was subjected to the pranksters shenanigans. I believe what he did was immoral but hope he gets well soon and can recover from the hardships he's facing in life. The end.